Good morning, and welcome to Don't Talk About It. Today, I'm bringing in a little story from a close friend who has recently passed and has one of my favorite stories that has stuck with me um, and has really changed my life in, in a very positive way. It has a lot to do with success and what success looks like. We're always told societally by our parents, by our friends, by our bosses of what success looks like. But today's story comes from one of my closest friends named Hal. And he is a gentleman who had a very big flip in his life and is my kind of inspiration He brought to my attention how it feels, the unspoken, the what we don't talk about, not what we see, but what we feel, and how it relates to what we identify as success. The story begins with Hal, who grew up in a a big city. Um, He grew up in New York, and um, his dad was a lawyer, his grandpa was a lawyer, and his great-grandfather was a lawyer. So Hal was destined to be a lawyer. His father believed in working hard. His father believed in what you put out there is what you get back. And his father believed that Work was something you did to earn an income to provide for your family. And it was a grind. But in order to provide for your family successfully, in his mind, and Hal's, grand, or Hal's dad in this story is named Wynn. And Wynn felt that his success looked like being able to provide for his family financially. However, as I'm sure you're going to guess, Hal had a different idea of what success felt like to him. So going back to Wynn, Wynn worked long hours. He worked most, most days. Um, every once in a while, he'd have Sundays off, but he rarely saw his, Wynn rarely saw his family. He'd come home in the evenings, he'd go to dinner, he'd read the paper, read a book to his kids, and go to bed. Fulfilled his father duties. Work was a grind, as we talked about. He'd wake up every day bright and early and be filing through papers before breakfast was even served. Wynn was somebody who always felt that How it looks is how you get around through the world. It's who you hang out with. It's who you belong to. And he wanted to put himself into a higher level of status because he felt that those would be those opportunities for his family to get into. However, as... Hal started to age over time and became, went from a child to a young adult. 
he had seen the people who he'd grown up with have a different perspective than him. They valued things like cars, materialistic items, fancy outfits, nice shoes, big tips at restaurants, being able to show off, you know, picking up the whole meal for somebody. It was all about the items. And it had everything to do with being able to show that you were successful. When was somebody who I would say didn't talk much at all about how he felt? Hal was the opposite. So let's get back to him. Hal did not value things like cars. He did not value things like materialistic items as his close peers did. He belonged to them because he felt like that is what he was supposed to do. It was the path that he was on. And he went along with this. Even though there was something inside that didn't quite feel right, he went along with this because that was the model that he was shown. And that is exactly what he was destined to follow. So Hal continued on his career as a lawyer, went to uh, undergrad school, graduate school, and then joined his father as a partnership. They slaved long hours together. His father was very proud of him. Son, I'm glad to see that you followed in my footsteps and our family's footsteps and you're doing what's right and providing for your family. You're not letting people down when told how. You're there for them. And that's what your family needs. And as Hal started to move his way up financially with more clients and more money in his bank account, able to buy a bigger house, move out of an apartment, able to buy a nicer car to have groceries. There was something about it that still didn't feel right. And what it was, was that he felt that he wasn't there for his family. Baseball games from his kids were missed. Ballet recitals from his daughter, he was not there for because he was at the office providing for his family. This continued to grow in Hal over time. And he felt like no matter how much he was in the office, he was somehow failing as a parent and as a family provider. Because the things that his children were crying out for was not a new pair of jeans or a new pair of shoes, or a popsicle from the store. It was him, and his time, and his availability. And Hal realized that this was evident in his kids. He could see it on their faces when he left. He could see it on their faces when he got home. He could feel the disappointment in their voice. So one day Hal was working in the office 
and there was some flowers that came in for his secretary. And he stopped by to smell the flowers. They weren't roses, but he did stop. And he was just filled with this warm feeling that was not present in his life. His life is usually filled with cold things. And he realized that that smell was a reminder of the flowers that were in his backyard. And that when they did family barbecues, he was able to have that same scent. And it brought him right back to that moment. So how was faced with a challenge? Fighting this ever-growing feeling inside that he's constantly doing something that isn't right for him. But at the same time, he's ladled with the obligation of being a provider for his family. Being able to have those nice houses, nice cars, be able to attend those functions, nice dinners, country clubs, everything that he thought that his family needed. So how was that an impasse? I remember the way it made me feel, he said, as he thought about the roses. It was the moment when I started questioning what I've been told over and over again from his father, from his friends, from society. How did something the next day, he went down and he had a conversation with his father. And it was not a pleasant one, but he told his dad he was leaving the firm. He was going to drastically scale down his work to about 30 hours a week, 35 hours a week. He was constantly working about 80. And he was going to spend less time in the office and more time at home. And he was going to try to work from home as much as he could. And at that time, that was unheard of. You had to go into the office. We didn't have computers. We didn't have technology. So how would not be able to have access to all his files and everything he needed to do his job? And he realized that it was going to be more challenging. And his father didn't speak to him after this for months and then years. But here's where Hal decided to do something for himself and not listen to what Wynn values his dad and to not listen to what was right for Wynn. To start focusing on what's right for Hal, for himself. He said something to me when he was sharing this story that I want to bring up at this point in time that I found very fascinating, and I've never forgotten this. He said, happiness is an emotion like laughter. You can't be laughing all the time, so how can you be happy all the time? We don't search for happiness. We find 
contentment. This is a lesson that I learned over the years, but it's a lesson that I started to feel the day I decided to start doing what was right for me instead of what was right for others. I can't take my possessions with me, he said, but I can take my experiences, my feelings, and my contentment with life. This was the last sentence that Hal told me before he passed away. And it brings me back to this story. And it makes me think about my own life. Hal lived a very great life after that. Um, He was no longer in the six-digit bracket, but he still was able to have a house for his family, a car for his family, food on the table. But he was able to provide something that was far more desirable by him and his entire family, and it was his time and his presence. And that is what he and his family valued, and that was their model, and that is how he continued to live his life. Paying attention to how he feels and to the way that he affects and impacts those around him. Every interaction we have, he told me, is a positive or negative one. It is your choice how you want to leave that interaction and what you want the person who you are conversing with to take with them. These are all very great concepts with a lot of deep thought into them. But if we come back to the surface real quick, there's something simple that's said, and it's searching for happiness over finding contentment. We all wake up every day and we listen to these things that are told to us. You have to have this job. You need to buy this car. You need to have this type of a lifestyle. But the only person who I feel like doesn't get to talk to ourselves is us. And... We shouldn't be talking to ourselves, in my mind. We should be listening to ourselves. And Hal's experience with his dad, even though he went through something that was very treacherous, and his dad and him over time grew back together, and his dad never fully understood why he did this or even respected Hal for doing this. But to win, that was his issue. Hal saw that as his issue with his dad. Wynn is somebody who needs to find that contentment in himself, and I cannot control that for him. Just like Hal searches for contentment in himself, and he found it in a different way than it looked for his dad. I don't want to continue to ramble because I feel like I can talk about this topic forever. But when we're constantly told what success looks like, We never pay attention to how it feels. And what we end up doing is getting lost in the show. 
I hope that this story meant a little something to you and is something that you can relate to. I thank you so much for your time. And remember, sometimes it doesn't always look how it's supposed to. And that's okay. Thank you for your time. Enjoy the day.